What is going on guys? Welcome to episode 1 of the Sweet Science Boxing Podcast. Sorry if I sound a bit ill. I've been feeling under the weather. But you know, I thought, what a way to start. I didn't really want to start on another week because we've got a massive, massive fight coming up on the weekend. When we have Anthony Joshua facing off against Joseph Parker for the WBO, WBA, IBO and IBF heavyweight championships of the world. This is the first unification clash between two undefeated heavyweights who hold titles. So yeah, it's going to be a good fight. Also, last weekend we had Dillian White against Lucas Brown. And what I think was a superb performance from Dylan White. I'm very disappointed with Lucas Brown because, you know, he'd been given this opportunity. He'd been given a chance. If he wins this fight, it could be mandatory. could be fighting for the WBC Championship of the World against Deontay Wilder. But he came in and he looked very, very out of shape. He looked very slow. And he just didn't look right in there. And I think that... It's just, it shows what Klembuteru does to you. Honestly, it does. If you look at him in other fights, he's in great condition. But this fight, when he's not on the juice, he was he was fat and he was he was out of shape simply. And I think that that really did cost him because what happened was in the fight was he just he was uh, watching that performance. I don't know how he won the heavyweight championship of the world. I honestly do not know. He was awful. He was dreadful. But don't take anything away from Dylan White he was amazing you could see how much that win meant to him at the end of the fight he was running down the ring but there was a bit of concern because Lucas Brown took a heavy fall which was you know it was it was a very heavy fall if you if any of you seen the knockdown you can see he actually went down very heavy he was laid on his face you don't often see that and it was it showed that White does have the power to knock people out and it wasn't just because of oh that punch it knocked him out he was breaking him down from the early rounds he was punching to the body and I was really impressed with Dylan White's body punching because I didn't really know he had that in his locker but it showed and it was it proved very effective because Lucas couldn't really handle it he couldn't really get started and this simply showed in White's performance at the back end. Uh, Brown, like I said before, he was very slow. But I think what Brown came into the fight to do was just simply... He, he didn't really rate White. I think he underestimated how good Dylan White is. I think a lot of us did. But when he got in the ring, it showed he had his head down the whole time in the ring walk and the inside the ring when they were announcing his name and I think that he did underestimate Dylan White and he was just he thought that oh he'd just jab he'd get away with it he'd lose and then he'd get that one knockout punch but that's not how it works when you find a good fighter like Dylan White and I, no, I do strongly believe Dylan White is a, is amongst the world champions I, I do believe he can beat Wilder I believe he can potentially even be AJ you may think I'm sounding deluded but I, I honestly do think White can be amongst these people but it's it, White deserves the shot against Wilder now he was against Hellenius it wasn't really his fault but the 
performance was disappointing Hellenius was very negative he didn't really come to fight but in this fight you could tell how how Brown did come when he came to fight he didn't back off he didn't defend he wasn't throwing anything but he wasn't going in and backing off he was staying there and all credit to Lucas Brown because he was a real warrior that night he really showed and dug in deep against uh, against white against white because he, he was getting he was, he was taking some serious punishment in there and even if you follow Dylan White on Instagram and you can see he's always in the gym on his story and you can tell and it showed that he's putting in more training he's more calm he's more relaxed and in the AJ fight he wasn't really behind his jab as much but now he's letting his jab go and he throws so many shots to the body with his jab it's great and I do believe that White is one of the best punchers in the heavyweight division to the body because there's not many people who go to the body but White White against Wilder that's the fight I want to see Wilder he's not coming to Cardiff this week when he said he's not um, a couple of people said that well, I do find that very disappointing and, and, and that does really baffle my mind because there's no reason for him not to come it's the biggest heavyweight fight of the year so far all the world's media are going to be there and he can promote the fight with AJ as much as he wants there because there's so many media there this will be more media than he's ever seen but he's not coming it's disappointing I would love to see a bit of interaction between him and AJ, him and White, maybe him and potentially Hay, but you know, he's not coming. I don't know who's advising him. It's, 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 it does really baffle my mind, honestly. It's confusing. But let's talk about the O2 card and another final card Callum Johnson. Shocking Frank Buglioni with a round one knockout. And going into this fight, I didn't really think that Callum Johnson would win. I gave him a chance. I thought it was 60-40 in favour of Buglioni because, you know, Johnson, he's been out of the ring for quite some time. We didn't know his physical and mental state. And But, however, as soon as the first bell went, Johnson just destroyed him and pummeled him from corner to corner. And the power that Johnson carries... Jesus, no one is going to be able to handle that power and I believe that's going to be a big problem, the power of Johnson and I was guys for Buglioni, I, I thought what going into the fight Buglioni, he's, be, he's been doubted every single time and he's always managed to come through and win but this time it was just too much and it was one too many and I think that Callum Johnson he's the best on the British scene I think he beats Yard and Boatsai at the moment Boatsai, I, I can see Yard, uh, Johnson against Boatsai happening at the beginning of uh, 2019 their, their past will meet, they're both signed to Matroon they're both very very talented and I think that a little trio, these three Yard, Johnson, Boatsai uh, who else, there's Jose Burton, there's Frank Buglioni still knocking around, and I think that the British scene is very deep. But Eddie Hearn said he was going to submit a offer to Johnson, but apparently Yard's team don't want the British title; they only want Buglioni, which I think is complete and utter bollocks. Yard 
you see Johnson you know another factor Johnson he was once promoted by Frank Warren and Frank Warren knows how good Callum Johnson is but Callum Johnson he's gonna be a serious threat I can see him going on to world level European level Commonwealth and he's 32 years of old 32 years of age so I think that Eddie will move on quickly we won't see him at this level for much longer and even he said that if something else bigger comes along he's willing to give up the British title to go to something else so yeah great performance from Johnson and all credit to Buglione he's been a great champion gutted he couldn't get the uh, what's called he couldn't hold on to the title now because if he won this fight it was his third defence he was going to be able to keep the title but I think I think Buglione will be back I think he'll be at this level again I think he'll win a British title again he's a good fighter and he's one of those that you can't really doubt because he's always going to be around that level he's had a world title fight he lost that but you know he's always going to be around British level even when these not move up I don't see him as a world level fighter but he will be at this British level because um, yeah he's a good fighter don't get me wrong he's not he's not elite level like I said he's fought for the world title against Fedor Chudinov he lost but he's a good fighter and he'll give anyone in the lightweight division a tough test I think that he was just shocked by how Callum Johnson came out because as soon as he got hit he was, he was rocked he was going and then straight from there he was trying to fire back but before the fight that was my, 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 my one concern about Johnson was that his power and Buglioni being left open a lot he, he he does leave his chin up a lot and he does leave himself open to shots and that just proved that just proved uh, costly and he was stopped I think the stoppage was right there was a bit of controversy but even Buglioni said he said on a social media post uh, I do believe the stoppage was right I've watched it back now so yeah great performance from Johnson I don't want to see Johnson against Yard sometime soon next up on the card was uh, Lewis Ritson against Scotty Cardle and Scotty Cardle man he came out in the first round all guns blazing I really thought for a moment that Ritson was going to go but the thing that Ritson is isn't really a big puncher so Rich, so so if he was a big puncher, like you would have seen Ritson reacting in a different way because he was getting hit, and if and if someone carried a bit more power than Scotty Cardo, I believe Ritson would have gone. He would have been knocked out. But I think that Ritson, he showed his class. He knocked him out in the second round, and Ritson, man, he has scary power for a lightweight, and he's so big at lightweight. I do believe. I think he can go through the weights. He can dominate dominate this division because he's a great, great fighter, and he's he's streets above a lot of the other kids in the lightweight division at British level. But you know, Ritson apparently they're going to be having a show on in June at the Metro Centre in Newcastle. A big show, not a next gen this time. It's a big show. Ritson and Kelly providing Kelly comes through this weekend Ritson's going to face Highland Junior I can see Ritson winning that fight quite easily but Ritson we will see him at you know 
a higher higher level soon because he, he is too good for this level in my opinion I think he would have two more fights at this level potentially move up to European or even world level because he's, he's really streets above where he is right now and because of him being so big for a lightweight I can see him going through the weights and you know there's a man in the super lightweight division who's around his experience level called Josh Taylor fantastic fighter imagine the fight between them two in two or three years time maybe even sooner that would be amazing man and I just think Ritson Eddie Hearn's a great matchmaker I think Eddie Hearn will move him along at the pace he believes and Ritson he's, he's, he's a class act man Eddie said all he does is he goes in the gym he trains Eddie told him make sure you're in the gym Monday Monday morning he was in the gym straight after that next gen show on Sunday he was in the gym and it's only been about just less than a month since he fought last and he's already came out and destroyed Cardo in two rounds so great performance by Ritson and uh, fantastic uh, fantastic talent he is really sorry about that I just realised that my mic wasn't plugged in um, at all but let's move on to Anthony Fowler wow Fowler man he takes a lot of shots first of all but he needs to work on his defence because his defence is very open and when he comes up against someone who has a lot of power he might be stuck however he does throw a lot of shots as well he throws three to tape two and I think that I think that the thing with Fowler is is that he is trying to knock everyone out and sometimes like he's trying too hard to do that and he's leaving himself open to shots and he's and he's not using his boxing that he showed that he can he showed that he can box in the Olympics and in the in the amateurs and he needs to show a bit more of that and I think that with time Caldwell he would drill it into him that he needs to box and not just throw punches and take punches because boxing is about the art of hitting and not getting hit he's getting the hitting bit he's got tremendous power but he just needs to work on not getting hit he needs to work on his defence tighten his defence up and I believe he'll be a he'll be a talent in the future and he's getting to that stage he's had about 5 or 6 fights now they'll be trying to move him on now to British and Commonwealth level but you know, he needs to. He doesn't need to work on his defense, or he's gonna come stuck when he, when he gets further up the levels. Overall, though, it was a it was a great show. It's an explosive show, had a lot of good fights on it, and uh, and if you haven't seen White against Brown, I'll, I'd recommend you watch that. If you haven't seen Callum Johnson against Buglioni, it's only around. It'll take you literally two minutes go and watch that and Ritson against Carlo yeah just watch that it's only two rounds Fowler's performance check it out for yourselves tell me what you thought of it uh, my Instagram is TSS boxing so just yeah tweet me there and we'll see and I'll reply not tweet me there what am I doing just uh, comment on the post and I'll, and I'll try and reply and see what most of your opinions were on that fight right Let's move on to the massive show from the Principality Stadium in Cardiff when Anthony Joshua 
defends his WBA, WBO, no not WBO, I'll, I'll mess this up, Anthony Joshua defends his WBA, IBO, IBF, yeah, Championships of the World against the WBO Champion of the World. Joseph Parker. For some reason, I keep, keep thinking AJ has the WBO. I just, <laughs> what am I doing, man? Honestly, and I'm starting a podcast. Jesus. There's hope for all of you. So, right, let's move on to the fight. What I see with this fight is I see a lot of people who are underestimating Parker because Parker is a technically sound man, and people do need to stop talking about the Wilder fight. I know it's natural to talk about or. Oh, AJ against Wilder but we could be seeing Joseph Parker against Wilder after Saturday night because technically this is a harder fight than Wilder Wilder's more dangerous he's got more power it's, it's, more, it's a more dangerous fight than Wilder fight but still this is a very very tough fight for AJ and I'm really like worried for Anthony because Parker looks really calm and relaxed and he's handling it's better than most of Anthony's last opponents because you know you see Brazil getting a bit mouthy you see Dylan White getting a bit mouthy but you know Parker he's calm he's relaxed I saw him at the press conference he was just composed and he just wanted to get to business but you know don't doubt Anthony well, I don't think anyone is doubting Anthony because you know Anthony's a calm guy himself he's relaxed and I don't believe the occasion will get to Parker that much because he's naturally he looks like a strong guy he'll have his uh, two uncles walking him out well, high chiefs in Samoa or something which is quite interesting but he'll have them walking him out they look scary man you wouldn't want to get in a fight with them too but I believe AJ he said he's going to be coming in 5kg lighter which is good it looks like he's looking for speed and movement but you know I think AJ has struggled with opponents who have boxed and move who have speed and I think that in this fight it, it could go it could go a fair few rounds I think that around 7 KO on the round 7 KO for AJ is what I believe will happen I think that Joseph Parker he will be winning the fight on the cards I think he will be beating AJ. He'll be. I don't think this is scenario one. Okay, this is my first scenario. Parker's up on the cards, but then AJ in in the sixth round or the seventh, he rocks him and knocks him out. But because you know Parker, he's, he's not bad. He's he's a good fighter, man. He's not the WBO world champion for nothing, and you know. People don't really rate Parker because unlike Wilder and AJ, he's not really a knockout artist. So people don't rate him, but he does have power and he can knock you out because he's, he's knocked out opponents in the past. Takam, okay, he fought and he boxed and moved that fight, but you know, AJ when controversially beat him in 10 rounds. But alright, yeah, AJ, round 7. That's my first scenario. That's my main one. I'm seeing AJ round 7k. Parker up on the cards. The next one. 
is this that the towel gets thrown in from Parker's team because you know Parker you know he's not going to give up he, he, he's going to dig in deep whatever happens no matter how much he's getting dominated he will dig in deep and he will try and win the fight but you know it's not going to be easy AJ is so quick especially with him being 5kg lighter apparently don't quote me on that he's going to be 5kg lighter but you know Parker he's a quick fighter he's powerful and he's not undefeated for no reason so he, he will give AJ a very tough fight and I think that if he if something does happen he may even rock AJ but you know I'm saying Parker scenario to Parker's uh, getting dominated and then the towel comes in because we we don't really know like for certain that Parker is that good we know we know he's good we know he can be very good but we don't know if he's actually amazingly good because we've seen his last few performances they were a bit underwhelming but the Hughes Fury fight is a bit boring but you know he did the job he got the job done and now he's into a bigger fight which I don't think will be boring because you know Anthony never delivers boring fights I shouldn't say that now because he might it might be a snore fest then again Wilder's not coming that just it just confuses me I don't know why he wouldn't want to come but he's not right now onto the dirty drug cheat fighting against David Price Alexander Povetkin against David Price for the good of boxing and for the good for just my what I want to happen I hope Price absolutely destroys Povetkin man this this guy is the biggest joke of a cheat in boxing. He got suspended two times in one year for drug cheats, performance enhancing drugs. So I tell you how much I hate this man. I did my I did my my GCSE speech when I had to do a minute speaking exam about a subject of my choice. I did it. It wasn't a minute. It was five minutes. I did it on PED cheats. You know who I talked about for three minutes of that time? This man, Alexander Povetkin. Because, oh God, I, I, I just don't want to get worked up about him, man. He's, he's a drug cheat and I hope he gets banned for life one day. But you know, the governing bodies are corrupt. They don't know. Um, it's, it's not right, man. But you know, what they should do is get him on the mic before the fight, get Buffer on the mic, tell him to tell the crowd you know and I do think the crowd will be back in pricey I think he'll have the whole whole of the Cardiff arena behind his back but you know if Povetkin wins oh no he's likely to fight AJ next oh god but you know Povetkin is a good fighter even without the juice he's a good fighter but it just annoys me that he's on the juice which makes him an even better fighter he's probably on the juice now that's why it's so good but and another thing that Povetkin hasn't been tested once in this camp apparently I read that yesterday on I think World Boxing News or I saw it on Twitter I saw something about it that Povetkin hasn't been tested once which is you know absolutely outstanding seeing as he's a two-time drug cheat but you know I believe Price 
I'm, I'm going to back Price. Can you know, Pricey in other fights he's lost. He hasn't been in the right mental state. He hasn't been. He's had a lot to lose in the other fights, but I do. I don't believe he has anything to lose in this fight because, you know, he's not coming into this fight as the favorite. He's not coming in this coming into this fight expecting to win. He's coming into this fight, and people actually do think he's going to get knocked out. People think he's going to lose, and I know. But I've heard from people around him. I've seen him in interviews. He seems in a better mental state. And he has nothing to lose, like I said, and this is why I believe Price will knock him out. Like, you may think, oh, here he is making his bold predictions. It's only episode one, he's about to ruin it. But you know, Price by knockout, I'm putting my money on that. I'm saying, anyone who's got a spare fiver lying around, put it on Price by knockout in round four, I'd say. Put it on Price by knockout in round four. Because you know, Price he can't afford to box in this fight. He needs to go for the knockout. He can't just sit back. Because if he does, he will get he will get knocked out. If if he makes this Povetkin's fight and he starts to just box, he will make this Povetkin's fight because he's he's not he's not gonna win the fight by decision. Like he has to knock him out, in my opinion. Now I believe he has he possesses the power to knock him out. You've seen him. He can knock people out in one shot. Just go watch his knockouts on YouTube, and you'll see that Price, he, if he lands a one-two, Povetkin will be asleep. And you know, Price knocks him out. The whole arena is gonna absolutely explode, man. People are just gonna go insanely mental if Par if David Price knocks him out because Pricey, man. A lot of people are gonna be backing him in this fight. Obviously, number one, he's the Brit. Number two, people people don't want to see a drug cheat succeed and win. So, and everyone loves an underdog story. So, you'll have a lot of support on Saturday night. And I think that uh, I put faith in him. I do believe Pricey can win. Alright, next fight. Ryan Burnett defending his WBA bantamweight title against Yonfraz Parejo. Now, I've done a bit of research into Parejo and the most notable name on his resume is Zanet Zakianov who Burnett defeat last uh, last a few months ago he lost on a split decision to Triple Z but you know he gave him a good fight and he's, he's, he's not I'm not gonna say he's a decent fight I'm not gonna say he's good he's, he's alright I wouldn't say he's a world level I wouldn't say he's if he was British, I wouldn't say he's Commonwealth British level. I think he's. I think he can give him a good fight though, because you know, even though this game is about levels, I do believe Burnett is a level above. Even though I do believe Burnett is a level above, and I believe Burnett will outbox him because it's been rumored that Burnett will be in the bantamweight tournament. There's a rumored the World Boxing Super Series. Uh, bantamweight tournament and it's rumoured that he'll be the first fighter signed on Monday so you know I can't wait for the bantamweight if there's a bantamweight tournament can you just imagine the tournament with uh, Ryan Burnett Zelani Tete Lewis Neri Inoue or McDonald who are fighting in May for the world title 
I believe Inoue will win that fight. So I, I think Inoue will be in this tournament. And he already has been contacted about entering the World Boxing Super Series because I think Burnett, he, he's amongst those fighters. Like, Inoue, him against Burnett or him against Tete. Oh my God, what a fight that would be. I can't wait. A bantamweight tournament would be great. A lightweight tournament would be great. But, you know, I'd prefer to see a bantamweight tournament. Because, you know, there's a lot of good fighters at that level. And I think that a bantamweight tournament would be good. And now the man. Josh Kelly fighting against Carlos Molina. Oh my god. How nervous am I? Whew. This is a massive risk for Josh Kelly. He's only had five fights. Five fights and now he is fighting a former world champion in Carlos Molina. Kelly, he is a special talent. He's, I'm not gonna say it's an impossible fight for him to win. And I'm not gonna say it's a bad it's bad matchmaking because it's just not. He's a, he's a great fighter and I do believe that I do believe he'll beat Carlos Molina on by decision, but you know, Molina has never been stopped, and so if Kelly does stop him, it will really show how good he is. He's fought the likes of Lara and Kirkland, and they haven't been able to stop him. He's beaten Kirkland, Kirkland actually. He lost to Lara, but Lara couldn't couldn't knock him out, and I think that if Kelly does knock him out. It'll be it'll be a good it'll be it'll show really how good Josh Kelly is because we all know how good he is. P some people overseas are starting to see see him, and I think that this is his breakout fight. And if he knocks him out, it shows the world how good he is. But one thing Kelly does need to be careful about is that Molina can't old man him. Like he can't frustrate Kelly because you know if Kelly gets frustrated. It's not going to be like his other opponents when he's been just been hitting them for fun. Molina's there to fight. He's there to win. And I think that he's got Kent Molina's going to try old school tactics. He's going to try frustrating him. Then outboxing him. And if that happens, then Kelly's in trouble because it'll be a situation Josh Kelly's never been in. But Kelly, like I said before, he's a special, special talent. If he knocks him out, I could see a knockout because Molina's lost his last two fights but you know still he didn't get knocked out with Josh Kelly his streets above those two fighters that Molina just beat so Molina was beaten by so yeah that fight I, I highly recommend you tune into that because it's going to be a good good fight and you know this card man it's, it's honestly it's a brilliant card like it's one that I, I do believe like this is one of the best cards that match will put on like, people may think I'm over exaggerating again but I do believe it man just, just look at the fights on this card look at the people on the card it's gonna be good good it's gonna be very fun also on the card Anthony Crawler is getting back out he's fine against Edson Ramirez and I fully expect him to come through that because you know Edson I've looked at his record he hasn't really fought anyone of note and Crawler hopefully gets through this fight and in the summer he will be fighting against hopefully either Luke Campbell that's that's 
his preferred fight for a world title because Campbell's apparently going to fight Mendy for the world title, the guy he lost to. And I expect, I do expect what's called him, Campbell to come through that fight. If you watched his fight against Denares, you saw, you've seen how good he is. And if he fights like that against Ivan uh, Mendy, I could fully see him being the new champion of the world. So, Crowley against Campbell, what a fight that would be. Hopefully at the Manchester Arena, because, you know, that's the home of Anthony Crowley. But, you know, yeah, Crowley, expect him to win. Hopefully he does. Also on the card, Joshua Boatsai. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, man. I think I'm saying it wrong. And Joe Cordina. And I really do hope Joe Cordina gets a proper space on this card. I think he does. Because, you know, last time he was just a float. And they didn't even put him on TV. Apparently Eddie got in massive trouble for squeezing him on the card. But he managed to get him on. And, you know, sometimes these TV companies need to understand. He's in his hometown. People, Many, many people have brought tickets to come and see him. Sometimes you just got to forget about it and let him on the card and let him fight because Cordina, he, he's he's going to be, we could see him maybe, you know, actually, I shouldn't say that because I don't think, but Cordina, man, he's going to be, a, he's going to be Wales' next boxing star. We could see fights at the Motor Point Arena like every few, <laughs> every few months, man, if he's, when, when he's at world level because I, I do believe he'll be at world level soon. Joshua Boatai, he's fighting as well. What a fighter he is, man. He, he's really gonna. Him and Kelly, I think, are, are the biggest prospects in the out of the matchroom, you know, Olympians. And people are people are gonna see uh, Kess Ashfak. He's he's another big one. He's another big star now. I think that with time you'll see how good Ashfak is as well because we've seen what he can do, and I really like his style, Ashfak's. You know, black side on the card, can't wait, it's going to be good, it's going to be a fun card, it's going to be entertaining, enjoyment, and I think, I'm nervous, I'm very nervous about Anthony Joshua's fight, and I really hope Pricey can do it, because, you know, it would just mean the world thing, it will be a life-changing punch if Price knocks him out and I do believe he can do it and I do believe he will do it so make sure to tune in oh I forgot I forgot about something who saw the Derek Jadora thing man that was funny man he was there he won his fight round two one two knockout he beat uh, I can't be, I can't remember the guy he beat he beat it was relatively nobody but he beat him then after the fight, there was a little interaction between Derek Chisora and David Hay and Jojo. So I'll just play the clip now, and yeah, hopefully you enjoy that. So, so David, you believe in him? Don't worry, don't worry about no, 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 you, you, been, you've been calling out my name. No, David, 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 David. No do you believe in, do you believe in him? television I'll make a deal with you right now if he beats me 
you write me a check of one pound. Yeah? <laughs> if, if I beat him, you give me your purse against Tony and your TV rights. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> so the fight is not no. happening. So don't say my name ever again because if you do, it's on. David, your take on this. What, what has to happen go on, here? Go on, David. Nothing. All that, all that needed to happen was Derek to agree to what he agreed I, I, I to. I told you right now. We offered him the same money you got for Pulev, more money you got for the European title, but you said no against the free final. Okay, we understand. Give I me get your it. person, I will fight. Why am I going to give, give you millions of pounds hey, to get hey, knocked hey, out? Exactly. Okay. Okay. I say, give back. me a pound if you beat me. Because you got sense. faith in your boy. Yeah, whatever. The if, real world. If you know if the you real world, fake, no, no, you know the real world. So stop world, barking. Stop giving okay, it a lot. Okay, that's it. We won't mention him anymore. That's it. Then we'll go another route. We'll get a title. Yeah. And then what, how about when he's got a Commonwealth title? Which fight him then? I don't even need the Commonwealth title. I've been there. I've been there already. Been there. I don't even want to fight for the European exactly. title. Exactly. Don't worry, you lost for it. So yeah. I understand. So. Don't worry the about deal, it. The deal is there anyway. Keep, okay, keep going. What you keep doing, what you're doing. Good so luck with your career. It. Exactly. Good luck with your career. And I hope so Tony knocks you out. I don't, <laughs> hope Tony knocks you out. <laughs> Tony knocks you out. I hope Tony knocks you out. And by the way, get rid of the cane rolls at 35, man. It's 37. <laughs> get rid of the cane rolls, bro. Okay, let's move this forward a little bit because I don't know how much progress we're making here. Oh, there we go. To be fair, I kind of agree with Chisora, man. Like, you know. If he's gonna fight, what what actually is he getting out of this fight? Nothing, man. Like if he wins, people are gonna say, "Oh, you've beaten a novice." If he loses, he's lost to a novice, and he hasn't got really that much money. <laughs> the offer's there, David, man. Take it if you want it. The offer's there. If you believe in your boy, take the fight. Saying that, I wouldn't take that money, no matter if I was placing a bet on in Muhammad Ali to beat Derek Chisora just came to mind that was a bit random but you know anyway make sure you tune in Saturday night it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be great it's gonna be fun and yeah make sure to follow me on social media at TSS boxing I should have a Twitter page set up soon if I don't follow my Instagram and yeah my updates will be there thank you